Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the final episode of the regular season for Beyond the Earth. Easy, I did. Did I get you there? You did a little bit. I was like, "Whoa, what's going on?" Was it? <laughs> See, you know, what it, you know, what it is like Sully's not been here. You know, he hasn't been here for <laughs> the last three weeks. Uh, I've, I've been thinking of canning it, and. <laughs> This is this is no, it's not. No, it's not. Don't worry, <laughs> we we will not we will not leave. But one person who not leaving. will never leave again is Sully because he's back and hopefully here to stay. <laughs> I'm here to stay, man. I'm here to stay. I've signed yeah. a new contract. Um, here <laughs> I signed an eight, another ten day. Sam gave me a ten day. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, that that that'll that'll be good enough because um the season literally ends on Monday, well Monday morning in england sunday night in the us we are recording this on friday so not much is left for the regular season pretty much everything is finalized but what we're gonna do we're just gonna go through pretty much what's left um kind of review everything that's kind of happened in between uh, the last episode and now and then and then yeah obviously once the play once the uh, the regular season ends we will have like two videos next week pretty much doing playing predictions playoff predictions and then like reviewing our um preseason conference predictions which is going to be pretty big you know for the uh for the prediction side of things you know so he's making a bit of a comeback hopefully his dead predictions at the start of the season that put charlotte fourth in the eastern conference will come back to bite him and i'll pull through again but you never know but before we get into uh, that kind of stuff, uh, make sure that you are leaving a like on the video. Make sure that you're subscribing uh, to the YouTube channel. Make sure that you're sharing it out on any other podcast platform and wherever you... Uh, well, you don't even have to share it out just on a podcast platform. You can share it out on YouTube too. Um, and yeah, just share the, share the love. Comment what you want to see. Um, obviously, we're nearing the end of the season. Uh, the the off-season is going to be coming. Comment what you want to see during then. And uh, we will do our best to um do what you guys uh want for us but anyway Sully, how, how are we feeling today man i'm good man i'm excited like you know playoffs are coming soon a lot of things have been happening and it's just it's been crazy but i'm i'm excited now it's getting it's getting to the the juicy part of the season and i'm i'm, I'm ready for the playoffs man I'm, i've been ready yeah, well, I mean, it's the juicy part, but also in some ways the most complicated part of the season because there's play-ins, tiebreakers. Like mm. I was, I was up this morning trying to plan it, plan this, uh, this episode today, and I was like, right, who could potentially finish like second, third, or fourth in the East? And there's about like seven different things that could come into play um, that could mean that <laughs> Philly might finish second, or Milwaukee might finish second, or Boston might finish second. It's so complicated, but. Let's just hope that I've kind of got it right. But before we get onto anything like that, let's just talk about what's happened in the last week, and that is that the LA Lakers aren't getting in the playoffs. We both predicted them to finish first in the West, I'm pretty sure. And it's the the, the run's over for them. It's They're actually in... so crazy, like it it's the biggest and it will be one of the biggest what ifs ever. Mm-hmm. Like everyone thought, oh yeah, East is wrapped. Like I, I, I thought, oh yeah, like 
you know, we both thought it, we put them at the top, like you said, or we it was definitely top two or something. And I just, I, I'm when I saw that it was officially done, I was just. I didn't know what to say because even though they've been so like underwhelming for so long, it just you just every week we said, yeah, we think they're gonna make the play and we think we're gonna they're gonna do it, but they just didn't. We were, do we, were, it. we were waiting for him to switch it on. We were waiting. We were, we were waiting. We were waiting. We were waiting, and it's not happened. He never. Happened. And now they've got both feet in Cancun. They're ready for their off season. Uh, LeBron is gonna be watching the playoffs for the second season in the last four without being in it. Which, oh, which is crazy. I mean, what's next for LA? Like, what happens now? Because obviously, LeBron's not going to want to miss the playoffs two seasons in a row. Well, I mean, nobody wants to miss the playoffs two seasons in a row. But you know, when LeBron, you're LeBron, yeah. your leg- this is your legacy, pretty much. I mean, do you think he stays or do you think he goes? I mean, I think he stays personally. I think he's going to stay until his contract runs out at least, and then probably leave in a free agency because. I mean, I don't know, like, unless he terminates his own contract, which I don't think is going to happen. I so think. then, in that case, who is he trading? <laughs> well, Aside I mean, from you, Russ. Because... I mean, they might not even be trading Russ. Like, have you seen, like, reports have actually come out saying that they might actually waive his contract? You know, just like, let him go. Like, they might just fire him and just take what, like, just pay whatever needs to be paid. Why would to, you, to just, you'd rather to get him. something out of it? Who's going to want him? I mean, to be fair, I don't think Westbrook's not been. I don't think Westbrook's been playing terribly these last few games. Mm. But I think, especially the um, the one where it was like their postseason on the line. I think it was against was it against, was it against Phoenix? Yeah, against, against Phoenix, win. where their their postseason was on the yeah. line. No, they didn't. They didn't win. Oh, okay. But but Westbrook. Oh no, they lost. Yeah, that was the game. That was the game. Yeah, that was the game that kind of ended. Yeah. That was the game that literally ended it for him. And West Westbrook did lead the scoring for the Lakers and didn't shoot less than fifty percent from the field. Which for Russell Westbrook this season, that's that's big. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it's it's just how is is my question? Like how and what's next? Because you don't have many draft picks. Your team's aging badly. Um, and you know, LeBron might have said, "Speak about the uh, the age of my players at the start of the season. Think about." We don't play well like this. We don't play well like that. And he wanted to. He wanted us to keep that energy uh, towards the end of the season. And well, we are keeping that energy because it's happened. It hasn't worked out. And you know, as much as some people weren't expect, well, everybody wasn't expecting this. It, it is, it is really, um, it's really surreal. But also, with AD going down for most of the season, mm. was this somewhat expected? Still, maybe. You know, when you look at who, when you look like, at who else they've got, they literally just have. Le- obviously, LeBron has shown in uh, like the back end of his Cleveland days that he can literally just do it on his own and carry a team to an NBA final. But he's obviously, you know, he's thirty eight now. Yeah, Russell, and obviously you're looking at Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook to kind of carry that load. But when they're not there, who's who's pulling who's pulling through? They don't really have anyone else. <sighs> It's it's a tricky one because I think surely you know if you're like some players who might be looking to move, you might look at that team and think, you know, I can make something there. So like I think 
in terms of like you know finding like or recruiting or getting new people i don't think that would be an issue but it's like you said it's about what do they actually have who's there what's what's valuable and anymore and it they, that's they lack that value especially after they got rid of um rondo like early on in the season i think the game in cleveland or something and after after that it was like okay that wasn't a good move and then you know you've got like this side mellow which was good ish but that guy wasn't really there for most of the season and the most he ever got was like 20 something like in hindsight you were probably right in saying after the ad you know the whole being out for so long the chances are just slimmed and slimmed and slimmed but it's it is just still surreal like to think about the way that they just crumbled so like crazily i'm still shocked but i'm i just i, I want to see what they're going to do next because they have to recover like in in a strong way yeah do we do we think that um so i got a couple of questions to like mm. round off this bit do we think that ad if he has another seat like i'm not saying he is now but if he has another season like this where he's you know injured for the most part of the season mm. um are we looking at someone like demarcus are we are we going to see him go down the route that demarcus cousins has gone you know he'd be too injury prone that he won't get relied on to actually play big minutes and be on big teams mm. that's a big that's a big step that's a big question because i mean even when like obviously he gets injured here and there but even when he's not ad is still a threat but i think you're right in saying the injuries have like shown that his quality has then gone down a little because there was times people would put him and Giannis in the same conversation and now you wouldn't even put him in the same breath and yeah, that, yeah. that's just the harsh truth of it like I wouldn't Giannis yeah, this, like this levels above AD yeah I mean this looks like unless he plays well unless he plays uh, the final two games for LA I think LA have got two games left um yeah, yeah, if he, if he plays the final two games for LA, then he'll have just played 42 games. So if he doesn't, and he obviously didn't play last night against Golden State, we could be looking at a second successive season where he's played half or less of the games in the season. That's which crazy. for 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 someone who all-star level was all, was all-star level. You know, that's 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 not that's not good really, that's isn't not it? it? And to be honest, if this does keep happening, like you said he is going to go down that boogie route where he's gonna you know just start moving from team to team because nobody really wants him and it's 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 a weird one man because the talent the guy has is crazy but his like everything else needs to be there and it's yeah, not yeah. no and then my second question is where is Russell Westbrook next season Damn. I don't know, man. Are, are we seeing him at the Hornets next season? Is that something that might happen? I don't, I don't think so. I don't see why the Hornets would take him, but 
like when I saw that, I was kind of confused because the Hornets are a good team, and I don't think they need to fix up in the like. In yeah, that they don't respect, need. A, they don't need another guard. Yeah, they that's, don't that's, they really don't need another guard. And um, I'm more like thinking he's gonna. I think he's going to go back to OKC or something because they're in the mud and, you know, the fans probably miss him. Let's be real. So, the, he can't... Po- like, if he goes there, can't possibly be, like, any worse. How can he get worse? Like, he'll only better them. Like, that that is the only thing that will happen. They can't get worse if he goes back. No, yeah, I, I, that, that'd be a shout. I do personally think that he might go to the Hornets, you know? You think? Because MJ likes him. And I think maybe... You think you MJ know, still likes him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, in the, in the past, MJ has said that he likes him. Um, You know, maybe, maybe that feeling's still there. And also, maybe, you know, they do have decent guards that they could send back. Obviously, not Lamelo, but like, if they send, like, Terry Rozier maybe to... Uh, to the Lakers, a decent youngish guard. I don't really, I don't think that's a good trade personally, but mm-hmm. it could be something that might happen. You never know. You know, if both Maybe. parties want it, it might end up happening. Maybe. I don't know. I see. I see a homecoming. Fair enough. That could be something that happens, and I think I like that. You know, it, it'd be it'd be a nice way for him to like end his career there. Maybe try and yeah, get cause he's, back into the playoffs. He's he's kind of not done, but like, I mean. The whole, you know, or uh, the Russ phase is kind of finished now. Mm-hmm. He had his time as the triple double king and everything, but it's it's finished. And now he just needs to tr- try and play the best that he can while he's still there, before he's just you know the next has been. Yeah, yeah. And if that, he goes to OKC, who knows? Maybe it can be the start of, you know, the rebuild of OKC. Yeah, because I mean, he's, he can still put up decent numbers. He's he just can. a bit worse for sometimes. Yeah. Anyway, moving moving on to something else that we talk about a lot every single week. I definitely talked about it last week, and that is the MVP conversation. Mm. With two games left, who's in the driving seat now? I said it was Giannis last week. Is it Jokic now? I mean, after last night, I want to say, yeah. He became the he became the first player to get two thousand points, one thousand rebounds, and five hundred assists in a season. That's crazy. And he and he did it all wearing a headband. <laughs> that is the main point. Headband headband Jokic <laughs> is the most dangerous player the NBA has, and if he shows up to any playoff game with the headband on, he's dropping a sixty piece. It's ropes. I mean, Embiid <laughs> is this. He's he's got the scoring title right now, highest average. Yes. Yep. Which is I don't I mean I don't know man. It it'd be boring if Giannis got it again, but I don't know. He's in my opinion, I think he's been the better out of the three. You're saying Giannis? I I think so, but did you see what Embiid said? And when I saw that, I I felt so sorry for him. I thought no. What, what did what so did he's, they said? Oh. Um, what would what would you do if they didn't give you the MVP this year? He said, "I don't know. I'd feel like the NBA just hated me." 
<laughs> I was like, damn. So I, I, I do think he deserves it, to be fair. I, he, he might, but genuinely, I think that it's, you know, people will operate off of recency bias through this. They will operate on how you act down the stretch. Philly haven't been doing that well. We'll talk about that a little bit later. True. Philly haven't been doing that well. Yanis, like last week, I talked about the game between the Bucks and the Sixers. Yanis got that big block on Embiid. Yeah, that's true. And then and then dropped that and then dropped like a fifty piece. But obviously, Jokic has just done, has just made history pretty much with two games left of the season. And when you look at when you look at that guy's when you look at that guy's like highlight reel, I'd go out on a limb and say that. He isn't the best. He isn't the most consistent playmaker. Like he isn't dropping triple doubles every night and dropping ten assists every night. But mm. I think he is the most unique, best, like playmaker it, that the NBA has at the moment. Like the passes that maybe, like the flashy passes that he comes off. I can think only maybe Lamella tops it. Yeah. Like he's genuinely got one of the best basketball IQs I've ever seen. And I, I personally do think that you know even though. His team has the worst record out of out of the uh, the the other two. I think that Denver. I I think that uh, Jokic will probably win it mainly because he hasn't really had like a second option. You know, Jamal Murray has been out for the whole season. Um. So yeah, I think I think it's going to be Denver. Uh, I mean, Denver's. If we Jokic. talk, which team needed their guy the most? Denver, without a shadow of a doubt, is the answer. But um yeah 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 I'd probably say that I you could give an argument for Embiid beforehand and joined but they still did have a few decent players before then. Them like, really have. They would they they wouldn't have been none of the teams would be in the position they would be if they didn't have the guys. But Denver would be in the worst position I think if they didn't have their guy. Yeah, especially so, given the uh you know how uh how competitive that conference has yeah. been this year, especially yeah. around that area. 100%. I feel like. Having Denver, have you know, he secured the playoffs for him, you know, with Minnesota still posting potentially forty-seven wins this year. Mm. That's you know, that's still that's a very impressive record. Yes, and obviously Denver, Denver managed to over, uh, Denver managed to pull through and uh, get a better one, and have uh, got in the playoffs. So I think as Jokic's title to lose at the moment, you never know. You know, Denver have one game left. Uh, the Bucks have two games left, and Philadelphia also have two games left. Yeah. So uh, in them two games, maybe something mad will happen. Who knows? I mean, potentially, like one of them might drop a know, sixty or something. But yeah, uh, I mean, it literally just have to go down to the wire yeah. on this. But yeah, it's probably one of the tightest MVP races I've seen in a while. Normally, it's clear cut one guy. Then you, you, you know, you're discounting the fact that Devin Booker's had a great season too. Luka Doncic mm-hmm. is still amazing. You know, but obviously it, they are the three. You know, LeBron James is LeBron James, but mm-hmm. them three are the three front runners, really, aren't they? Hundred percent. It's mad how it's changed. So, like, this is one of the first seasons I've seen where the MVP race has switched. Like, so many different names. No, yeah, you're not wrong. Cause like in in February, start of February ish, like January, February, turn of the year, Demar Derozan was in the conversation. Before that, it was Steph or KD. Yeah, like it's crazy. There's been so many names, and I think that that that's a good thing. I think I think it shows like there's finally being like you know some sort of diversity. Cause norm, like I said, normally it's just literally one guy, and it's so obvious. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now it's it's 
starting to be different and I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Keeping with, well, moving to a, a different uh, MVP, well, a former MVP that now plays in Philly, James Harden is not having the best form at the moment. Like I said, Philly haven't been doing that well recently, and maybe part of that is down to James Harden at the moment. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I mean, maybe he's just letting out all that deadness before the playoffs. I don't know, but I have been seeing he's not been in the best of forms recently, but I think that that's bound to happen with every player at some point. Obviously, the guys had a pretty good season overall, if you put into account both Brooklyn and Philly. Yeah, I so, mean, he's you know he still averaged um, he still averaged around about uh, twenty two points per game, eight eight rebounds, ten assists uh, this season, which you know is still pretty good. But six of his last seven games have ended in him shooting two of eleven against Phoenix, four of fifteen against Detroit, four of ten against Charlotte, four of thirteen against Cleveland. 4 of 10 again against Indiana and then 3 of 12 last night against Toronto. It's not great, but ain't it? You know, when you're not when you're not shooting the um the free throws, <laughs> you're not getting many points. You know, he's he's having one of his worst um shooting percentage seasons, especially at Philly at the moment. And you know, might like you said, you might end up turning it around. You know, like I said, you want you want it done now and then by the yeah. time the playoffs come around. But to be honest, you don't want your bad form to hit. A week before the playoff starts. No, no, definitely. That's so, true. I mean, for Philly's sake, hopefully you can turn it around. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I still, I still think that this could be Philly's year, personally. Yeah, I mean, it's it's that's not ridiculous to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I'm of course like you know Philly is still right up there in terms of like favorites especially since the Harden move and everyone saw how well the um you know Harden and Embiid like chemistry is so it's you know to say that they're still like you know a front runner is it's a good it's a good shout and I wouldn't you know downplay that but yeah. he they just need a fix up now cuz we know how they like to be in the playoffs and how they like to bottle it every single time. And this is the one they don't want to because this is probably no. their best chance that they'll get. Yeah, you're not wrong, yeah. Um, okay, then moving to you said James moving to James Harden's old team, uh Brooklyn. A few day, a few days ago, um Brooklyn and Atlanta played, which could be a play matchup. Mm. Yeah, before we before we go on to what I'm gonna talk about, Brooklyn in the playing. You know, we talked about the Lakers crazy. missing the playoffs and no one expected crazy, that. Very Who expected crazy. Brooklyn in the play-in this year? Very crazy. Started the new year top of the conference and they've kind of just had a bit of a fall from grace since. Obviously, Kyrie coming back full-time has kind of upped their chances a little bit. And again, like, like, I, like I said, since they started falling down, just because they're going to probably finish about 7th-8th doesn't mean that they're not a contender. Yeah. You know so they true. could they could they could cause like Miami a problem, Boston a problem, if they I end mean, up facing them in the first round. Let's just say, for argument's sake, that they go on and win everything. They'd probably be the only team to ever win a chip. Let's say for however long this plane happens, that actually came from the plane, because I feel like the plane was made just to like you know get those teams that normally never make the playoffs into the playoffs just for like a bit of competition, and now it turns out. 
you know, last year you had LA and uh, Golden State, and then now you've got I'm Brooklyn Memphis. and I'm Memphis, Memphis and it's like, why is it that the teams that should be there are fighting for this playing spot? Like, the NBA broke its own playoffs as soon as they introduced this playing. But it's crazy, like, and since Kyrie's came full time as well, like they they didn't start off like the strongest. They went on a bit of a losing streak as well. But even even still, having your know, Kyrie and KD in a seven game series is dangerous, mm-hmm. especially if you're Atlanta and you might face them in the play in. That is dangerous. I think it's dangerous for the whole coverage. Yeah, because like whoever they're gonna face, like they're gonna face one of the top seeds as well, going mm-hmm. into the first round, mm-hmm. and that's that's dangerous because like they could easily you know kick out a strong team because they've got two of the best basketball players in the league. Yeah, definitely. Um. Anyway, if carrying carrying on from what I was gonna. Uh, talk about they played Alana. KD dropped a, dropped a career high of fifty five points. You wouldn't think KD's career high is only fifty five, but his yeah. career high, he dropped he dropped a career high, and Brooklyn still lost. It's crazy. So obviously we said that they are quite dangerous. You know, put Kyrie and KD in a game like that is quite dangerous. They combined for thir- they combined for eighty six that night against Atlanta, and the rest of the team didn't pull through. Do we actually think that the Nets might be a bit of a danger to miss out? I mean, it's all about that defense, really. Like, that's their only issue. I mean, having, like, Ben Simmons has been officially ruled out, yeah, un- yeah. like, completely, which I think is a massive miss. Because if they managed to work him up to play in the playoffs, then I think having him on defense would have been like strong mm-hmm. but I th- I don't know man like because when they want to they can turn it on and we saw it in the last playoffs last year and Kyrie wasn't even playing in those yeah that's true so I don't I mean that was KD doing it all and pretty much his own back because Harden was there obviously as well but it was it was a lot of KD Mm-hmm. And I think, personally, I'd rather have Kyrie over Harden as anyway. No, yeah, me, me too. Personally, I yeah, I th- I think so too. You know, I think, I think Kyrie is more efficient. Personally, he, oh yeah, he offers more as well. I yeah. think he just offers more. But so I don't know. I think as well, them two, they're both not only experienced playoff, they've experienced winning it, so mm-hmm. they know. And I think that is would be a difference to a lot of other teams that they'll play, mm-hmm. especially in their conference, who haven't experienced it, so they don't know. And I don't know, I think they'll pull through. Yeah, no, I, I personally think so too. And I think that moves on to what we're going to stick with Brooklyn and we're going to move on to what will be the predictions. It's going to be a pretty big predictions section, but I guess before we got to talk about last week, and uh, you winning again, this time pretty convincingly. Very you, nicely. You, you, man- you managed to predict the player of the game in four out of the six games. I guess I'm just that guy. Like, you know, 
um, I did say, for those of you who watched my little video I made, that I let Sam, you know, catch up because I felt sorry for the guy, you know. I was like, you know, damn, I'm beating him so bad. But then I had to show him, okay, you know, I need to, to remind him that I am, you know, I am basically Adam Silver. Right. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, Adam Silver actually hit me up. Oh, I was right. like, oh, I can make this happen for you. I was like, no, I just let it happen naturally. Oh, right. Okay. And it okay. happened. So obviously, I'm, you know, what can I say? <clears throat> okay, well, fair enough, fair enough. Um, I guess, I guess, um, well, we'll see if we'll see if that's still the case this week. It means that it is seven six, um, of of across the um, the predictions that we've done, uh, over the year, and obviously that that sets up for a decent way to maybe potentially have a tie going into our conference, mm. their reaction predictions thing that we'll do early next week. Well, obviously, but this week's games, because there isn't many, like many, there obviously is still big games, you know, there's still uh, standings to be decided. We're not going to predict the games. We're going to predict who we think is going to finish in each position that is, like, still kind of up for grabs. Yeah. So, obviously, I said we were going to talk about the Nets. That's because um, in the in the western conference the plane is pretty much the well the plane is certified now it is minnesota clippers as seventh and eighth and the pelicans and the spurs ninth and tenth in the east we've got literally one two three games left none of that has been decided yet which it's pretty going much. down it's going down to the wire between cleveland brooklyn atlanta and charlotte who are seventh eighth ninth and tenth in that uh in that order and there is a big game tonight because it is cleveland at brooklyn tonight that's major cleveland have kind of you know they've they've gone on a two-game losing streak in the last 10 games they've only won three of them they're on a bit of a downward spiral at the moment do we think that brooklyn might take that i mean they'll want to take that advantage of course um and Cleveland as well, especially they'll know this is a massive game. You know, mm-hmm. Brooklyn, you don't want to you don't want to sleep on them because mm-hmm. they'll hurt you. But I will be the first to say that Cleveland have been amazing this year, a lot better than I thought they were going to be, and they've shocked a lot of people many different times, many different occasions. They might be able to do it again. You know, technically speaking, right now at this moment in time. They've been better than Brooklyn throughout the entirety of the season. If we're looking at overall, they might just, you know, give them that last edge and be like, you know, don't play with us. Because, you know, they might be able to do some do some damage as well, especially in the playoffs. You never know. They're a bit of a dark horse, like you said, you've been saying. So, mm-hmm. I, don't, I mean, who knows? I've... I I would like to say that Cleveland might might do it. Is it at Brooklyn or is it at? It's at, it's at Brooklyn, yeah. Oh, okay. Obviously, that's not that's not a case of there's no good. There's gonna be there's no not Kyrie not Kyrie or anything. But... It's just I I mean the Cleveland crowd. I know they yeah. they really like to get behind their team. Like it's one of the better crowds in the NBA. So, um, I mean, who knows? I guess we'll just have to see who turns up on the night. Um, yeah. I'm I'm excited for that though, but. Yeah, I'll leave you at that. 
Okay, well, the, the, the whole thing is, like, if Brooklyn beat Cleveland, they will go above them because they'll be on the same record, but Brooklyn will have the tiebreaker over Cleveland because they'll have won three games against Cleveland where Cleveland only won once. This is what I was talking about as we started the video. This is the most complicated thing I think I've ever had to like <laughs> process in my mind. Like I, I like I can, I'm exploding at the moment. I can't really do much. So Charlotte at the moment of tenth. We'll go. We'll go from the bottom to the top. Charlotte at the moment of tenth. They mm. can only. They can't get seventh because Cleveland have the tiebreaker over Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, they can only. Fi- they can only finish as high as eighth, but can only finish eighth if they win both their games and Brooklyn and Atlanta lose both their games. Okay. So th- you I'll could say the likelihood of that th- you could say the likelihood of that probably isn't going to happen. Slim, yeah. Yeah. At the most they probably end up finishing ninth. Yeah. Yeah, they'll, they'll probably yeah, at the, at the most maybe ninth, probably still 10th. Yeah. The so Atlanta mm-hmm. ha- have the uh ninth they have the same record as Brooklyn, but don't have the tiebreaker on Brooklyn. So Brooklyn are going to finish ahead of Atlanta if they finish on the same like record. Okay. Um, however, they do have the tiebreaker over Charlotte and Cleveland. So if Cleveland finish on the same record as Atlanta, mm. they finish below Atlanta. If Charlotte finish on the same record as Atlanta, they finish below Atlanta. Okay. Are you are you confused yet? Um. I'm getting there, but I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm with you still. Obviously, Brooklyn. Uh, I'm pretty sure Brooklyn do have the tiebreaker over Charlotte and could potentially. Well, obviously, if they if they lose to Cleveland, it'll be tied. But I don't think they'll be able to finish above Cleveland if Cleveland beat them because they'll be over a game behind. So okay. if if Cleveland managed to win today, the likelihood that they'll finish seventh goes up massively because Brooklyn can't catch them. The only team that could catch them is Atlanta. Okay. So they will finish seven four eight if they win tonight. Yeah. So this get this game is massive. You know, this game this game that's happening tonight is massive to decide that. Obviously, how the playing works: seventh and eighth play each other. The loser of that plays the win. The winner of that gets the seventh seed. The loser of that plays the winner of ninth and tenth. Yeah. To get the eighth seed. Yeah. So you do you do really want to be seventh or eighth just to get that you know that, boost. that cushion. Yeah. Yeah. It's so instead of playing seat. another series. It's not. It's not two. It's not, not two elimination yeah. games, uh, like you would if you finish ninth or tenth. Mm. So because after like, all, yeah. No, sorry, go on. So sorry. So after after all of that, you know, you, it'll get a little bit more confusing now because if Cleveland, Brooklyn, and Atlanta all finish on the same record, it will go in order of like this. It'll go Nets top, Hawks yeah. second, Cleveland third. Okay. And I can't lie, that is what I am predicting the outcome is going to be. That's what you think, okay? I I think that, that makes the most sense if I'm being honest. Or even if, even if it does get to a point where they don't have the same record, I think that Cleveland are going to lose their last two games of the season against Brooklyn, and then it because they've got Brooklyn and Milwaukee. Mm. That's tough. I think Cleveland are going to lose both of them personally. Brooklyn Brooklyn have Cleveland and Indiana. I think they're going to win both of them. And then Atlanta have Miami and Houston. I personally think that they'll beat Miami. I think Miami have already got their number one seed secured. Yeah. So they'll definitely be resting a few players before the playoffs now. 
So yeah. I think I think Miami. I think Atlanta will really <laughs> take advantage of that, in my opinion. And I think they'll they'll beat Miami and then they'll beat Houston. So yeah, I think it's gonna go Nets seventh, Hawks eighth, Cavs ninth, and Hornets tenth. What are you thinking? Um, I, you know what? I can't. I, I, yeah. I'm gonna have to go with the same. To be honest. Fair enough. That, that, simply, that's simply fair because enough. Brooklyn have an easy run left. Uh-huh. And like you said, you don't see them losing. I'll have to agree with you on that. I don't see Cleveland winning those two games either, if I'm being honest with you. Especially the Milwaukee game. Charlotte finishing tenth, they just make it just it just seems like they won't like catch up to everyone else. And then obviously that just fits Atlanta ninth as well. Yeah. Okay, that's that's fair enough. I think that I feel like that's probably the easiest one out of the uh the three sections that we're gonna uh predict. If you like it, I didn't really explain this properly at the start. The way this prediction will work is that we'll just get a point for everyone that we get right and then the winner gets the point overall for the week. Is what yeah, it's gonna be. Sense. So next next up, um I'm gonna we're gonna go away from the east and we're gonna move to the west. And Golden State and Dallas uh, occupy the third and fourth seed, respectively. Mm. Golden State are a game ahead, but Dallas have the tiebreaker advantage. So the the deal with this is that if Dallas win two games and Golden State lose one out of their last two, or if Dallas win one game and Golden State lose both of them, Dallas, Dallas, will, Dallas will finish yeah. above Golden State in third, leaving Golden State to finish fourth. Okay. Well, Dallas, Dallas have Portland and San Antonio, so a team out of the uh, out of the playoffs, and then one that's just occupying the tenth seed in the plane at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, let me just see who Golden State have. I think Golden State have a pretty easy running too. Yeah, they have the Spurs and the Pelicans, so the teams that hold ninth and tenth. Relatively easy games, you may say, and you know we did. You know I was saying last week that Golden State were on a bit of a downward spiral, uh, but they they have won that they have won their last three games. You know, and one of them was against Utah, one of the uh, one of your uh, big games that you think one of the big teams that are thinking this might you know cause an issue for them. Do we do we see Golden State slipping up there? Maybe I mean. I would think that. No, I think they want to. I think they'd want to, because I don't think in the first round of the playoffs they want to play Denver. I wouldn't want to play Denver in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. So I wouldn't mind slipping off if I'm being honest with you. Okay. Because I. So don't... yeah, the, the way the way that fifth and sixth is at the moment, fifth is Utah, sixth is Denver. The likelihood is that Utah will finish above them. All they need to do is just win, one game. Hmm. And the the pretty much the next they have the tiebreaker advantage on Denver, so because I think yeah I think fifth and sixth will stay the same, yeah. But I mean, Golden State aren't gonna play Steph until the playoffs, like they've pretty much said. And even no, yeah, then, that's, that's that's fair. Yeah, like game one and game two he might miss, but I doubt it. 
But so I think they're going to rest all the big players. I think Draymond, Clay, Jordan Poole, everyone like they're just going to sit on the side. They might play like some minutes here and there. Okay. So I think they might like you know not purposefully, but I think they might you know drop tank, <laughs> tank yeah tank two games. Oh no! <laughs> now we gotta play Utah in the first round, and then they sweep them by four because in the first game they start their five best players. I mean, I personally, if I was Steve Kerr, I'd do that. I'd start the G League team. <laughs> I, I mean, okay. yeah. Why okay. not? So my response to that is, what's stopping Dallas from doing the exact same? That is a good. You know what? That's a good question. Um, because I don't think they will think like to do so. <laughs> I think Luca. I don't know. I don't know. Actually, that's a good question. I guess it's just who who tanks best. <laughs> <laughs> Whose team is worse? Is what Whose I'm team, Yeah. I mean, in that case, I don't know. I mean, I personally. I mean, I'll let you go first on this one. What do you think it's going to be? I think it's going to actually stay the way it is, to be honest. Okay, then. What do you think is going to stay the way it is? I was going to say, I was going to say that I think Dallas are prone to uh, slipping up against one of those teams. Even I think I don't think what's going to happen is, that you said was going to happen is going to happen. <laughs> I think they are going to. I don't think they're just going to tank these last two games. I think they are going to try and play for the third seed. But I think Dallas are prone to slipping it up anyway, and I think Golden State might actually win both games. Fair enough. Um, I mean, I wouldn't play for that third seed, though. I mean, I just wouldn't. Like, even if you are confident, you just... You want to start the first round nicely. And yeah. Utah just aren't that good in the Okay, playoffs. so... And then you're putting, it, you're putting it this way. If you get that fourth seed, you're most likely going to be playing the second round against Phoenix. True. Most likely. Whereas if you get the second seed, it's Memphis. Or maybe... I mean, I personally wouldn't count out the Clippers causing a shock there, True. finishing finishing True. seventh, True. like and knocking out Memphis. But you know, I think that prediction's for a later date. Um, but yeah, you so you're going for the exact same. Yeah, you know what? I'll spice it up for competition. I'll I'll say I'll say it'd be different. I think you know what, Golden State they're gonna screw it up. They're gonna tank Dallas, the games, <laughs> and then Dallas will come through. <clears throat> and then finally, um, the last one is back to the East and genuinely the most, com- you know, you thought the last two were complicated. To be fair, that last one wasn't as complicated, but you thought the last two were complicated. Milwaukee, Boston, Philly, second, third and fourth in the East. This mm-hmm. is the most complicated thing ever. Also, because as a Chicago fan, we're most likely going to finish seventh, uh, sixth, sorry. Yeah. So I'm kind of like calculating being like, what is the best you know, who do I want to finish third is, yeah. what, is what the case is. Milwaukee beat Boston last night. Boston actually threw away like a three-minute fourth-quarter lead against Milwaukee, kind of like what they did on Christmas Day. But Milwaukee did beat Boston last night, which means that Boston have one game left. Milwaukee have two games left. Philly have two games left. Yeah. If Philly beat, if Philly win their game in hand on Boston, yeah. Um, Philly have, let me check, Philly have Indiana and Detroit. It's pretty easy that you'd think, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I'm pretty sure uh, uh, the um. I am pre I'm pretty sure that Boston have it over Philly. I genuinely that's probably something that I probably should have looked at earlier. I don't think I have. The books have the edge. The books have the edge over Philly, but okay. um, <coughs> genuinely, it's so com it's so complicated <laughs> that it's it's unbelievable. No, I think I'm with you though. Yeah, and. The um, sorry, um, Milwaukee at the moment um have a chance. All they need to do is just win their last two games, and they mm. are they are up there. They yeah. also have they also have the tiebreak on Philly. So even if they just win one game, yeah, I think if they win one game and lose it, the likelihood is they'll finish above Philly. They'll they'll finish above Philly too, and Boston too, because I think they have. I think Boston have the edge over Milwaukee, um, okay. but Milwaukee also have I think yeah Detroit and Cleveland. You know I said that I think Milwaukee will beat Cleveland and they'll definitely beat Detroit in my opinion. It's Boston that's the hard one. Boston have Memphis last day. Okay, that's big. <clears throat> so it is it is a case that Boston Boston lose that game and Philly win their last two games. Philly leapfrog above Boston. Boston finish fourth. Philly will finish third and Milwaukee will finish second. Okay. But obviously, um they rested Jason Tatum the other night. Maybe and obviously Memphis have nothing to play for now. Mm -hmm. They're gonna finish second no matter what in the West. Yeah. What we think just... what we think is gonna happen is gonna be it's it's gonna be tight up there. Personally, mm. I want Boston to finish third because I think the Chicago Bulls will have a better chance against Boston to at least not get swept <laughs> than we would against Philly or Milwaukee. Um, you know, it makes sense. And with that being said, the Philly would probably want that third seed as well. Mm -hmm. Um. So, I mean, I I think Philly's going to probably take it. Okay. Because I, I think, I don't know, if Boston rested Tatum, they might just rest him until playoffs, make sure he's 100%. Okay. So you're, you're going Bucks, Philly, and, and Boston? Yes. That's good, because I'm going, I'm going Bucks, Boston, Philly. <laughs> and the main, the main thing about this is that whoever finishes fourth is likely to pay, play Toronto, in the first round. Yeah. Toronto still have a vaccination ban if you're not vaccinated. And there is reports that Jalen Brown isn't is vaccinated not. yet. So oh. if if Boston finish if Boston get that fourth seed, the likelihood is that they're not gonna have Jalen Brown for three of those seven games. That's crazy. And I think I think also Al Horford, I think is what the report said too. And you know they're two big players. So I think Boston they definitely won't want to yield that. Um, well, sure, because like obviously when Kyrie wasn't vaccinated and like he made it like known, and then he wasn't playing, then surely Jalen Brown would have been playing as well. Hmm. Who knows? I go. don't know. That's crazy though, if it's true. Yeah. The, so, oh, it's actually, oh, it's actually a, 
a tie in the tiebreaker between Boston and Philly. So I think it then goes to your recording in the conference. And at the moment, Boston have a better record. I yeah, think Boston, Boston will have a better record in their conference, in the Eastern Conference, against the other Eastern Conference teams than Philly will. So Boston will finish above Philadelphia. So, okay. so yeah, so all, all Boston all Boston need to do is win is win their game against Memphis and Philly can't go go above them. If Milwaukee That'll lose both their games, Boston and Boston win, Boston will finish second. I just don't think I can see Milwaukee losing to both Indiana and Detroit. Sorry, Cleveland and Detroit. Um, hmm. so yeah, I, Milwaukee I, definitely stayed second. Yeah. That's that's without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. So I've I've gone Bucks, Celtics, seventy sixes. In that order. Yeah. Um. I mean, I I I think Philly gonna finish third. Okay. Fair. I hope for the heavens that they don't, because then Embiid's, Embiid's going to average like fifty against us in the first round. So it's going to be the confidence boost that he needs. <laughs> hey, you never know. It might actually, yeah, it might actually send him through to the final. But yeah, I think that, like I said, this uh, predictions is um, a longer one because it's not just predictions; it's kind of like a a, a maths uh, <laughs> lesson. <laughs> but anyway, that will conclude today's episode of Beyond the Arc, as confusing as that last segment was. I'm um, still I'm still like my mind is still all twisting around. <laughs> but we will we will see you guys hopefully on Monday for our conference when for our conference reactions and our playing predictions before the playing starts on Tuesday. So we will hopefully be seeing you guys very soon. You know, not not none of these weekly things. These these are twice weekly episodes now <laughs> but anyway games no more no no make sure that you're liking and subscribing uh, on the youtube video comment what you want to see like i said um the uh, uh, words comment what you want to see uh during the off season because obviously it is approaching uh make sure you're sharing it out no matter what you're listening on and uh, we will see you guys very soon peace <laughs>